Namaste, humans. I'm Hiba. I'm Gabby. And, and welcome, welcome to the Fumans podcast. This podcast is for those that are tired of the Insta perfect cliche and want some realness in their life. We can promise you real talk, human experiences, and lots and lots of laughter. Disclaimer. And a whole bunch of cursing. If you want to live, laugh, and learn, hit us up on the Instagram and be part, part of, of the Fuman conversation. conversation. Let's go, Gabby. Let's do it. Today's episode, we are talking about life lessons. Yes, and the reason why we're talking about life lessons is because we've realized we're in an instant gratification era, and we don't like that anymore. And we don't. It's all about the here, right now. Let me have it in this very second. And if you want it all right now, you're probably not paying attention to the life lessons and not experiencing life or the lessons life have to give you. The things that are around you that are happening every day because you're so focused on the now, you're not looking at the big picture. And that's why we thought, you know what, let's come up in this episode and talk about life lessons. What have we learned in the last couple decades we're not going to say how many <laughs> it's rude for a lady to share her age yes, we are both very ladylike fucking humans um yeah we are, we are the definition of ladylike and there was some life lessons that we were taught that was utter bullshit yeah and there was some that were like very wise and i think we fully believe in them a hundred percent and i think you have to learn the good and the bad to be able to actually really learn something, you have to learn the good and the bad and the fucked up. So what did you learn from your parents as a life lesson, Gabby? My most important one that I learned from them, don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks of you. Oh, now that, that nice. wouldn't have been the way they told me it. How did they tell you it? It was more about be your own person, mm-hmm. do as you please, don't look for other people for... Um, Approval? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great lesson. Because at the end of the day, we're all very different. And that was the most important thing is learning we're all different. Mm -hmm. Who was that, mom or dad? Mostly mom. Yeah. But How did your mom live that value or that life lesson? (laughs) She was just nuts. The amount of fun this woman could have with Mm -hmm. anything. For example, when we used to go to ballet classes, she used to actually put me and my sister in the boot. So the trunk of the car... (laughs) I don't know if that's fun or that's child abuse. Exactly. And that's the point, right? She could make fun out of everything. Mm -hmm. And when we used to go with our friends to ballet class, we used to fight. It was who can go in the boot. I mean, it's totally illegal. I'm sure if there are mothers listening, you're probably thinking, don't do it, moms, don't do it. (laughs) But we had so much fun with her. So much fun. I remember her 40th birthday. She had a food fight. In her birthday party. Yeah. I mean, your mom sounds like a fun She She's a badass. She just has fun with everything and anything. That is super cool. And it's amazing now watching it with my nephews Mm because the stuff that she does with them is just ridiculous. Like Like, they're always dressing up. They've always got masks on. They're always singing, dancing, having fun. I mean, that's beautiful because they're experiencing joy. Fun is their number one thing and I love it. What about you? What about your parents? I think I learned the whole thing, work hard, stay humble from uh, my parents, especially my dad. I mean, he worked super hard and he stayed humble. Mm -hmm. And even though through his successes, he didn't let that phase him. You know, he was still the same old person. And we were... We were groomed from a very young age that, you know what, even if you make millions and become successful, you stay humble. Yeah. You stay down on the ground and you keep your head down and you just keep on moving in that direction because that's how you're actually going to succeed. So I think that ethic of mine comes definitely from uh, my dad. 
I think if I would say mom, mom would be like the OCD. Keep your house clean. If your, your house is clean, your mind is clean. Uh, and that's where I got all that from. And uh, it's paid off. Both of them have. As much as I didn't like cleaning up glow- growing up, oh. it's served me now. I was going to say at the time, probably learning those life lessons, they might not have necessarily been what you loved, but now. And I think that's the importance mm-hmm. of life lessons. You learn them at the time. They don't necessarily mean what they are at face value, but you can look from further down the line and say, you know what, I learned so much from that. Exactly. This is nothing you get as a teenager or as somebody growing up. And because we're rebellious. But also, let's be truthful, right? Our parents had some good life lessons and they had a lot of bullshit life lessons, right? Like I had, like my mom used to tell me that if you don't listen to your parents, you're going to hell. And (laughs) that was a constant thing. Like... Go, mom says go do that if you don't do that God's gonna punish me you're gonna go to hell and I really grew up believing that <laughs> that if I didn't go get my mom the coffee God's gonna punish me and I mean that's a bullshit life yeah. lesson you know it really is did but you have did, one of those did you believe it though as a kid for yeah. sure for sure I think only <laughs> you, when you I got scared, into shitless. my teenagers in my teen years I just started deciding that you know what then fuck God like, let him be <laughs> mad at me you know, I was like, I'm not getting you anything. Go get it yourself. God's pissed off. So am I. You wow. Know? It went full 360. Mm, yeah. And then, you know, you transition. You're like, oh, they were just lying. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's a life lesson they wanted for themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they made it into a life lesson for you to yeah. learn something. Yeah. No, my ones were like stupid ones. Like, I'm sure there are people listening who can relate to this. Mm-hmm. I remember one of them being, um, if you don't, eat carrots you won't be able to see in the dark yeah i've heard that one as well which is super stupid yeah they do a lot of that one if you don't drink the milk your bones will break if you look at the tv for too long your eyes will go square yeah those kind of stupid ones yeah there's a lot of those bullshit but there's the going back to your point is parents objective right i want my child to do something so i'm gonna have to put some kind of threat on them that something horrific is gonna happen that's true that's true so, Gabby, tell me, what's a life lesson you would want to pass on to people? I would want to pass on, shake your booty, mm. shake your booty. So why is dance so important to you? I genuinely feel that when I start dancing, I can be the happiest ever. Yeah. It's super simple. What about it makes you happy? Just moving my body and feeling on beat, on rhythm, smiling, dancing. I mean, it could even be a song I don't care about. Like, Mm. I'm a very varied person with music. I can listen to classical music and get excited by it. Yeah, there's a psychological aspect of it, actually. Is there? When you move your body, you're triggering the neurons. So movement in the body, any physiological change, triggers your neurons in your mind to release serotonin, dopamine, and all the good stuff. Basically, get high. Exactly. And that's why you love it. Because (laughs) it triggers movement. That's why when we go to Tony Robbins, they make us yeah. dance all the time because the three ways actually change your life is one, you change your focus, so yep. stop concentrating on something. Second time, second thing is movement. Yep. You start moving and changing your body and, and jumping up and down or whatever you want to do. And the third thing is your language, how you speak and what you say. Is it like, oh, that's freaking awesome or that's yep. freaking horrible. So that's why you like dance. Is there anything other than dance that, you know, or shake your booty would you like <laughs> to make as a life lesson? <laughs> Love yourself. That's mine too. That's my love lesson. That's love my yourself. that's my life lesson. I think if I would to learn something, if I go back and do this life one more time, I would do love yourself, focus on yourself, and yeah. heal yourself. And one other I'm gonna put in there, don't 
talk so badly about yourself all the time to yourself. Yeah, that's because that's that's love right there. Unconditional love to yourself. Yes. Yes. How do we go back in time and teach our parents that as well, right? <laughs> we, we can't now, right? But it's the next generation we can enable and it's educating the people around us now. You know, true story, because I think this is this is our responsibility going forward to teach people this yeah. because I see like with my nieces and I've changed a lot of my language with them just because I know how much it can affect them. Mm-hmm. And even the way I would motivate them before, it was very hardcore. We're like, get your shit together. You can do it. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. But that's all I knew, right? Yeah. I grew up like that. So you, that's all you know. That's all you do. And now I've been kind of like really focused on giving them positive, affirmative motivation. Like you got this. I believe in you. You are amazing and I can see how their eyes light up and I know if I give them enough of this we I can break the pattern yeah they can go back and the life lesson that I want to leave as a legacy they can start doing to themselves like, we are helping change their direction right instead exactly. of probably following patterns that you might have done when you were younger they're going to completely smash through those barriers and do things completely differently yeah I feel like I have a responsibility towards my nieces and nephews um I see like right now the way I'm living my life they're looking at it you know they have the traditional way of living life and they see my way of living life that's already giving them an opportunity to see what their options are like ah look she's doing it that way so there is that option of me not going to the corporate world and me starting my own business and you know all that opportunities so I'm giving them life lessons right now without me intentionally I'm just by living my life they're learning their life lessons and I think this is something that all of us need to be aware of yeah and maybe some of us aren't aware of the life lessons that we have every single day so Mm. that's like well why we talked about instant gratification like it is an important part of getting a buzz of things instantly. But yeah. if you're not looking at the things around you, you're not learning anything. And it's enjoying the journey. The joy in the journey is the most important thing because when you accomplish something, and I was that person, like yeah. I, I'm talking out of experience. It was like on to the next one, on to the next one. And then boom, 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 I'm accomplishing everything. I feel empty. Yeah. I don't know why. And I'm happy in that moment. It's like a 10 minute maximum a day. And then I'm like, all right, what's next? On to the next one. And then I realized I'm doing something wrong. I need to go and take a little step back and see what is wrong. Why am I still not happy? Break the habit. Exactly. And then I realized this. I was not enjoying the journey. I was looking forward only to that, taking that box To the next thing. And now that I've switched this around for myself, I'm enjoying the creation, the journey itself. I'm like, yeah, I'm having fun every fucking day. That is amazing. (laughs) That doesn't matter. Like Like if I have a goal and I didn't meet it this week, I'm like, I'll meet it next week. Like I'm sure and certain and confident that I will meet it. And everything is meant to happen as it will. Exactly. But I have to just enjoy the process. I I see the hustle. I see people working so hard every single day and they're just like, I'm not happy. Why are you doing it? And I think that could be a belief that a lot of people have is Mm -hmm. you have to work hard Mm -hmm. to be able to get far in life. Yeah, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. You have to have work ethic, but it doesn't mean you have to have, you have to work hard. It doesn't mean you have to sacrifice everything else in your life. It doesn't have to be hard, like it hard. Yeah, it doesn't have like your body so doesn't so much rebellion. Yeah, it doesn't like your body doesn't have to ache at the end of the day. Your mind has, doesn't need to feel like it's about to explode. Like working smart and working with joy—that's what people don't understand because we're conditioned, Gabby. Yeah, you see it from our. That's one of the life lessons, my dad. Like the work hard, like my dad. He was working twenty four seven. I knew back then that I didn't want to work twenty four seven, but I took his work ethic. You know, and I kept working because that's what I understood. But then like now I'm just like, no, no, I can have fun. I have priorities. Self-love day Thursday. I don't care how much 
work I have to do, how much things is pending, I'm going to do self-love Thursday. And we don't have to keep following the same patterns of every single person that's around us. Like our parents are very important in our lives, but we shouldn't have to follow those patterns mm. to be the same as them. Have you broken a pattern? Have I broken a pattern? Yes. Tell me. <laughs> Just thinking of it now. It's quite a big one, actually. So my dad used to tell me all the time when I was younger, you need to marry a Muslim, you need to marry a Muslim, because I'm Muslim, right? Mm -hmm. That's just the expectation. That's what everyone kind of wants. Mm -hmm. I didn't marry a Muslim. Haram. <laughs> Haram. I didn't. Yeah. How did that go? Tell us the story. Tell us details. Well, so when I was a little girl, it was a fear of mine. It was a genuine fear of mine of, oh my God, because he used to say it in the sense of, if you don't marry a Muslim, I'm not coming to your wedding. And when you're yeah. a little girl, all you can dream about is your father being at your <laughs> wedding. So when he told me these things, I was really upset. Yeah. But then it just got to a point where I was like, who bloody well cares? Like, I'm going to find someone who loves me for me. And if they happen to have a different religion of mine, who cares? What matters most is how he's going to love me. Is he going to respect me? Are our values the same? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what comes down to it. Because I think... And I, I'm not saying this to generalize, but sometimes religion can play a massive part in how you feel that you should be partnered with somebody. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the values can match, even though they might not necessarily be from the same religion. Yeah, it's, we're all one at the end of the day. I think uh, religions overall are like the set menu, but then there's a buffet as well. <laughs> a la carte. Yeah, there's a la carte. Like you've chosen what you want, <laughs> a set menu. But there's... The universe and the universe is unconditional love and all of that on a holistic level is what all the religions are made from unconditional yes. love and then just all these religions came and made some rules to make them feel good about exactly themselves, right at the end of the day we're all ones all humans we are just one and if we just can think with kindness and compassion and empathy and love each other unconditionally without all the bullshit yeah you know i think the, this whole world will be a great place a whole different place so yeah that was my one biggest thing that i managed to break i love it and what about you um, a pattern, I've broken so many patterns. I mean, just by me being myself and yep. uh, just kind of being unapologetically myself. Yes. I knew that from a very young age. I couldn't conform, even though I did for a while. I really? Admit, yes. There was, a, there was a while that I had to conform and, and I just couldn't do it. I felt stuck. I felt suffocated. I felt trapped. And I just wasn't happy. And then I was just like, what am I afraid of losing? Okay. And I was like, okay, I'm afraid of losing the people around me. And I was like, well, if they really love me, they just have to accept me for who I am. Mm -hmm. And boom, just like that, I just kind of was like this little caterpillar that turned into a <laughs> butterfly and the butterfly had dragon wings. I was going to say a badass butterfly. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, it's like, boom. And I was just like, I'm going to be myself. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, and I just started living life on my own terms unapologetically. But let me tell you something very important that happened throughout my journey. There's ups, there's downs. You have to sit and audit your life. Yes. Look at it and say, what, where did I go wrong? Right? Mm -hmm. If you think you have zero accountability about your life, that's where you're going wrong. Completely right? wrong. You have to just kind of look back and go, where did I fuck up? Why are things going this way? I don't want them to go this way. So audit yourself. Yeah. Go back and reflect about your life and then start planning forward. And I think that's what kind of helped me in my journey. Going backwards, evaluating my six months, my three months and planning forward. Even if it's like a sketch, like this is what I want to do in the exactly. next couple of months. This is where I want to live. People think sometimes they're like, 
trees that I'm like they're like they can't move. I'm like move. You're not a tree. Your roots are not planted on this earth, like in this certain location. Move. And um, especially if something has gone wrong, maybe it's just a redirection. Don't yeah. look at it bad sometimes. Look at it as an opportunity to change. 100%. Like, it's just like, okay, the universe is finding a way to redirect you. If you've been complaining about your job for six, seven, eight months, and now they fired you, it's a sign. It's what you wanted. <laughs> You're welcome. Exactly. Say thank you and move on to the next thing. I want to tell you a funny life lesson that I learned. Never travel without your shatah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is like, yes, that is For a key, you guys that is a key part. Don't know what a shatah is. It's every Arab person's <laughs> lifesaver, right? It's a little water hose that you need to carry around with you to wash your private <laughs> your hoo-ha yes it is uh, very very good uh i mean yeah man traveling without a shut off that's uh like that's painful. criminal that's painful you get so creative like you turn water bottles into little like spray cans oh wow you know? you've oh, done that oh yeah i've done that you get desperate girl you know so <laughs> <laughs> at in this point in my life i have to like travel i check out hotels do they have a bidet if they don't have a bidet oh, bidets are always necessary yeah but not all hotels have it especially these new modern hotels and it's like, okay, I need water. <laughs> Where we get the shatah from, people. And it's funny, I thought it was an Arab thing, but then I met one of my American friends who's been living in Dubai uh, for a while. And I was like, how was the trip? She was like, horrible. I'm like, why? She's like, I didn't, there was no shatah. And I was like, girl, you were not born with a shatah. This is our thing, you know? Like, what are you talking about? Funny, you know, in our house in Canada, the first thing my family did is when we moved there is they put shatahs in all the bathrooms. It was essential. It is, but it that's is. the thing when I look at apartments, if it doesn't have a bidet, I'm not going there. Yeah. Uh. If you grow up with it, it's very hard not to. Okay, so what is the recap? So the recap is life is what you make out of it. Sometimes things will help you grow, some things will fuck you up, and others are just part of the human experience. It Be able to live it. Yes. Gabby, what's the challenge? The challenge is look back at your life and see what lessons you've learned. As we say, some of them will be good, some of them will be bad, but just think about what you've learned and how you can move forward. We can go on and on, but we're going to have to wrap it up here. Otherwise, this episode is never going to end. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Head over to at Fumans Talk, which is F-U-M-A-N-S Talk. Tell us what you like and make sure you share, like and review our podcast. Also, stay tuned for new episodes every Monday. Until next time, namaste, humans.